the EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by mybookie.ag. Use a promo code SGP for up to $1,000 deposit bonus. That's mybookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by our Sports Gambling Podcast Network and ATC Football Tournament. We're teaming up with all things comedy to run back the 2019 NFL playoffs via Madden Sims and give away $10,000 in my bookie credits. The tournament starts on the 3rd of July, and all you have to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash ATC for all the info. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash ATC. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by Cushy Dreams. Cushy Dreams is a new company with a full lineup of premium smokable CBD now shipping legally to all 50 states and if you use the promo code SGP you'll get 15% off that's cushy k-u-s-h-y dreams.com and the promo code S-G-P You are listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. You can follow me on my new Twitter account at SGP EPL. That's at SGP EPL, where we are giving away free plays in exchange for retweets, likes, and iTunes reviews. Just send me a screenshot of your iTunes reviews, like and retweet my posts. The instructions are all over there on the account, and you will get free play winners. We've just gone 1 0 and 1 today. A win in a push, and the win was a plus 150 winner. So for free money, make sure you follow that account. Also, make sure that you head over to lockbetting.com where you can check out my 73 months in a row, easily about to become 74 months in a row of tracked monthly profit. And of course, we hope to do the same thing in July. To get signed up in time for July, just head over to lockbetting.com. We've had an incredible weekend, an incredible Sunday. All you have to do is go and look at the screenshot from my client group chat. It's the pinned tweet at the moment at SGP EPL to have a look what we did today on Sunday as I'm recording this. Plus, we were 7-1 and one on Friday. Had our first losing day on Saturday. I'm going to be completely transparent with you, but it was the first losing day out of 12 days of winning days. So 11 days out of 12, we've had winning days and the month has just been phenomenal. You can go and check out the PL for that in about four or five days time. Once I do it, I'll post it to the at SGP EPL Twitter account. But at the moment, check out the pin tweet to see what we've did on see what we did here on Sunday. Some lovely plus money winners. So check that out at SGP EPL and head over to lockbetting.com to sign up for those premium picks. You can get a $60 soccer package, a $125 package, which gets you all sports, including full access to me 24-7 and access to the group chat, which will give you in plays and of course all sports, which I just mentioned. Or you could just try it out. Sign up for $10 and that will get you the European show every single weekend. That works out to just $2.50 per show. 
We have been 100% with our European locks since we came back after the lockdown period, and we look to continue that next weekend. But as I said, if you want the premium picks, head over to lockbetting.com now. The earlier in the month you start, the better it is for you. I've explained this before, how Patreon works. If you sign up in the middle of the month, they'll charge you for the entire month and then you'll be billed again on the first because you get access to the back content and that's fine if I was a porn girl and you wanted to go back and see all of my porn material and everything that I put out in the past but reading old winners from betting picks is probably just going to be frustrating for you there's no point signing up on the 25th or 26th of a month and then going back and reading everything that we've won over the last 25 26 days you want to get in on the action as soon as you possibly can get in for the whole month you will be billed as soon as you sign up but then you may as well get the entire month's worth and if you signed up in june you would have won a shit ton of money because we've absolutely been killing the soccer since the season resumed whether it be the epl Serie A, la liga czech football austrian football it doesn't matter we've been winning in every single league and we look to finish strong in the month of july because that will be the last month for the domestic seasons as they look to finish in time for the Champions League and the Europa League, which will both start in August. So make sure you get in on the action because we really do have our eye in when it comes to lockdown football. Also make sure that you head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and check out my weekly article. The weekly article for match day or game week 32 is already up. We had one over the weekend where I picked all four teams to qualify in the FA Cup. And um, the article, as I said, is already up. Two games already played and the remaining eight are also covered on that piece. And we're going to cover the remaining eight here as well. We start on Monday where Crystal Palace are at home to Burnley. Palace are the 13 to 10 favorites. It's 21 to 10 the draw and it's 12 to 5 on Burnley. This like many games on this show for me just screams the under and um, I think Crystal Palace will end up nicking this game it's got a 1-0 and an under written all over it Sellers Park as a ground has seen fewer goals than any other Premier League ground this season averaging just 1.67 goals per game so you could uh, even take this as under two on the Asian goal line market 13 of Crystal Palace's 15 home league games this season have produced fewer than three goals. Crystal Palace have actually won their last four meetings with Burnley, which is a good statistic because Burnley are a tough team to beat and a forever present in the Premier League. And uh, the Eagles have also won six of their last nine home league matches against teams in the bottom half of the table, losing just one. So I like Crystal Palace to win this game and I like the under. If I took Palace here, I'd be taking them as a pick. I wouldn't be taking them as an outright because this has the potential for me to peter out into a nil-nil draw. So I like Palace as a pick here at 8-13. to 13. But I love, love that under, which you can get at the price of 3-5. to five. And um, immediately off the bat, this one has lock potential. It's not going to be a game that people want to watch. It's a standalone game on the Monday, so it is going to get some viewership. It is going to get some interest. And um, 
if we do have that as the lock, it will make it even more interesting on Monday night. Otherwise, a pretty irrelevant game because neither team are challenging for Europa League places and neither team can go down at this point. So an irrelevant game really on Monday unless we have some action on it. On Tuesday, a game that certainly is not irrelevant at either end of the table where Brighton host Manchester United. Brighton is 17-4 underdogs. It's 13-5 the draw. And Man United at the moment have come into 4-5. They were around about 4-6 before. That's probably because of their poor performance at the weekend and people thinking that they could be tired. I agree. Um, some of the players that Solskjaer put on, he didn't. He made far too many changes. That's why the lock didn't land at the weekend. He made far too many changes. Man United looked totally out of sync and then they got their goal and then couldn't hold on to it when Cantwell equalised and they were lucky to go through an extra time because had it gone to penalties I'm pretty sure that Norwich would have gone through because Tim Crawl is a penalty specialist he saved um, two penalties against Man United earlier on in the season in the game at Norwich and he was the goalkeeper that Louis van Gaal bought on in the 2014 World Cup just to be in goal for a penalty shootout so I think Man United were two minutes away from going out of the FA Cup there so it's lucky they got through but what they had to do was bring on players that Solskjaer didn't want to play in that game I would have won the game and then took those players off because they could have beaten Norwich comfortably and that's the way I would have done it and that's why the way I thought they would have done it when I played that as the lock this game is obviously more difficult Brighton are fighting for Premier League survival I think it's going to be a tight game it's another one just like the last game where I lean heavily towards the under I think we're going to see a definitive pattern of pay here where Man United are trying to break Brighton down and sometimes when teams sit back Man United have difficulty breaking them down despite the fact they've now got Bruno Fernandes who is a player that can unlock defences I don't think all of a sudden Man United are going to go to Brighton and magically win this game by three or four goals to nil I do think that they'll get the breakthrough I do think they'll end up winning this game and I do think they'll end up coming away with not a clean sheet but I'm looking at a 1-0 win here for Man United where they eventually break through and I think the price of 4-5 to five on the under 2.5 has some good value here in this one I also want to point out a lot of these games at the moment are finishing nil, uh, nil nil at the end of the first half and then the second half kind of spikes into action so it may be worth having a look at what the nil nil odds are for these games that look like they're going to be definite unders or maybe even the games that are not because then you'll get some serious plus money for example Man City Liverpool the main game of the week on Thursday the price of that one going in at halftime nil nil is 23 to 10 so that's a real real plus money play here on the first half in that one so actually I've seen it even bigger just been scowling through the odds checker side 11 to 4 11 to 4 for Man City and Liverpool to go in at half time nil nil which I think is a possibility because they're two good teams and if they're fully focused they could uh, cancel each other out I'd like to think we see some kind of shootout in that game but um, with nothing on the line but we'll see we'll talk about it when we get to it first of all we've got to cover Wednesday's games that's a Thursday game and we start with Arsenal versus Norwich where Arsenal are the one to two favorites it's 15 to four to draw and it's six to one on Norwich 
I don't see Arsenal messing up here. They can be a very inconsistent team, but this is their first game back home after going on the road for two weeks. They had to play that game in hand against Man City. Then they had to go to Brighton, a game they threw away because it was actually not a bad performance and they threw it away late on. They finally got right away to Southampton and then they've qualified for the semi-finals of the FA Cup by winning away to Sheffield United. So four games away since coming out of the lockdown period and now they finally go home against the Norwich team who are all but down they had some fight in the FA Cup against Man United they've had none in the league they've had all home games since they come back they're the opposites of Arsenal and they go away here for the first away game and I think Arsenal win this comfortably to be safe I'm just going to take them here at the 1-2 to two on the money line but if you want to be a little bit more carefree you can take Arsenal here on the Asian goal line at minus 1 which pushes if they just win by 1 and you can get that at 3-2 to four. I like that as well. I think Arsenal win this game comfortably and um, show some class and just outclass Norwich here at the Emirates. Moving on to Bournemouth versus Newcastle, a really important game here for Bournemouth because if they don't win this, they are certainly going to go down despite the fact that Watford look terrible at the moment and certainly look like they can be dragged into it. The relegation battle at the bottom of the table is fascinating. Watford are on 28 points in 16th. They can't get a win. West Ham are 17th of 27th. They can't get a win. Bournemouth are an 18th place on 27th. They look awful. And Aston Villa, they look okay, but they still end up losing games like they did on Sunday. They are also on 27 points on 19 and Norwich on 21 are all but down. So one point separates the four teams here who may go into these two relegation spots. And Brighton with that win against Arsenal, they're on 33 points and they're starting to look safe. Newcastle 39, Southampton 40, they're all safe. Brighton are the only team that could get sucked into this, but I think it's going to be two out of the four I think it's going to be Aston Villa because their running's terrible. And then one of the others, either Watford, West Ham and Bournemouth and Watford are really struggling. I thought they'd struggle without Troy Deeney and when he came back, I thought they'd be okay. But Delafeu is a really good creative player and um, Watford didn't look like they had anything today when they lost to Southampton. So they're in big trouble. And Bournemouth have a real opportunity to get out if they can just get themselves a couple of wins and they'll be targeting this one. Newcastle season's all but over. They can't go down. They've, they've done a good job in getting safe and their FA Cup campaign ended. So... I, I wonder what their motivation here will be to to go and win at Bournemouth. I think this is a great opportunity for Bournemouth to win. I would take them here on the pick market at four to six on the draw no bet market. So that ends up being a, a refund if the game ends up being a draw, hence draw no bet. I also think this will be a tight game. I think I lean towards the under here again, which is available at four to six. Loads of unders, as I said on this show. But I think... Instead of going with the under here, I would stick my neck out and go for Bournemouth draw no bet just because they need it so badly. If you look at Bournemouth's schedule, this is a game they simply have to win. Moving on to Everton versus Leicester, where we have the wrong team as the favourite. Everton are the underdog at 17 to 10. It's 12 to 5, the draw, and it's 6 to 4 on Leicester. I've got to tell you. I don't see how Leicester are the favourites to win this game at the moment. They are in some horrific form. And um, I picked Chelsea to knock them out of the FA Cup. I gave that out to clients. I went 4-0 and oh with my FA Cup picks 
in terms of who qualified through to the next rounds. So have had a very, very, very good weekend with that. And um, Chelsea were one of the big winners for us. And I just think here in this situation, I don't understand how anybody is making Leicester here the favourites. Everton have been very good since the lockdown period. One win and one draw. And I think... This Leicester team could seriously relinquish their Champions League position. I can honestly see Manchester United catching them in the top four, not even needing the top five, and even Wolves, because if fifth place does get you through to the Champions League with Manchester City's future in the Champions League to be decided by the Court of Arbitration, then Leicester could actually end up missing out by finishing sixth. That's how badly they're playing. They are only five points ahead of Manchester United and Wolves. They're 10 points ahead of Spurs. I think it's too much for Spurs to overcome. Leicester have now moved to 8-15 to to secure, to secure a top four place, with Man United now coming in to 5-4 to to secure a top four place. And Chelsea now are at 1-4. And Chelsea and Leicester, to finish third in the table, are both priced at the moment at 10-11, 10-11. And I think... And here's a free futures lock for you. And I'm going to give it out also at the end of the show to reaffirm it. Chelsea are nailed on here. Nailed on to finish third in the table because Leicester's running is horrific. It's games like this against Everton. They are at home to Manchester United. They go away to Arsenal. They go away to Tottenham. It just doesn't look good for Leicester. And these are games I don't see them getting much out of. I only have Leicester down for getting 10 more points for the remainder of the season, which will take them to 65. And I have Manchester United getting 18 more points from the remaining games. So it really isn't looking good for Leicester at the moment. And um, I would be taking Everton here on the draw, no bet market to pull the upset off over Leicester. But I certainly don't think that it would be an upset in my eyes based on the fact that Leicester have only got seven points from their last seven Premier League games. They've been terrible since the start of the new year. Terrible since that defeat against Liverpool at home. They've only scored six goals in their last seven matches. They have gone really, really goal shy. They didn't score at home today against Chelsea. And four of those goals out of those six all came in one game against Aston Villa when Aston Villa absolutely capitulated. So take that away. And they've only got two goals from the other six matches. So worried about Leicester, but I'm, oh, I'm not worried about Leicester because I'm a Man United fan. So I'm happy to see what's happening to him, but it's going to be unfortunate for them and unfortunate for, for Brendan Rodgers if they do manage to relinquish their Champions League position. As I said, it's likely that it's going to go all the way down to fifth, but even then Wolves could easily sneak in because they're in far, far better form than this Leicester team. It looked like they're in free for all. And I certainly wouldn't be taking them as a favorite here against Everton. I like Everton here on the draw no bet market to get the home win against Leicester and that is available at even money it's 8 to 11 on Leicester and it's even money on Everton and as I said I'll be taking Everton here at even money on the draw no bet market to get this win over Leicester just before we move on to the next game just a quick correction to what I just said I've got Man United on 19 points going into that Leicester game I have them at 18 points and I have Man United getting a draw at Leicester on the final day of the season to make sure that they go through to the Champions League ahead of Leicester. I did go through all of this this week and work it out. I think I just said 18 because I had Man United going into that Leicester game with 18. I actually have Man United winning out. Maybe that's just 
Man United favouritism. Uh, so got Man United winning at Brighton, winning at home to Bournemouth, winning away to Villa, winning at home to Southampton, winning at Palace, winning at home to West Ham, and then getting a point at Leicester. I think I've been fair, despite the fact that um, I'm a Man United fan. If someone can tweet me at SGPEPL where Man United slip up, maybe away to Palace, maybe away to Villa, because Villa have a lot to play for. Maybe this game against Brighton. I think this game against Brighton, I think would be the most difficult game coming off that FA Cup game and being a little bit tired. But otherwise, it does look like maximum points all the way to that Leicester game. And if Man United can avoid the defeat against Leicester, according to my maths, then they will end up securing a Champions League position no matter what happens to Manchester City. And I'm certain that Chelsea are going to do enough to get third place. That's why I really love that bet there at 10 to 11. What's actually really, really interesting is the final day of the EPL season because despite the fact that we've got the league title already decided, the relegation places look like they're going to go down to the wire. And on the final day of the season, we've got Leicester at home to Man United at the Walker Stadium and we've got Chelsea at home to Wolves and all of these teams are battling for Champions League places. They could be battling for three Champions League places because, as I said, we don't know the Man City situation. It's unlikely they're going to be in the Champions League next season. So three of these four teams are going to be going to the Champions League and only one is going to miss out and that is likely to be determined on the final day of the season. Some of these teams could be clear. Chelsea could have done enough by then, for example, but it's still going to be very, very interesting. Lots still to play for here in this EPL season. Before we move on to Chelsea's game for this game week, which will be away to West Ham, let me take a second out to talk about mybookie.ag, where you can bet on all of the EPL games that we're talking about here. Let me also let you know that the guys are back at it with another awesome sim tournament, teaming up with all things comedy they're running back the 2019 nfl playoffs and giving away ten thousand dollars in my bookie credits the tournament starts on the 3rd of july so make sure you get your entry in go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash a t c for all of the info that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash a t c let me also take a second out here to talk about ace per head if you've ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how ace per head is here to help you start that sports book they'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with lines updates at a second and wages graded immediately they have top-notch customer support going 24 7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry plus ace offers a live betting and amazing mobile betting experience get started today and ace is offering up to six weeks free just go to aceperhead.com slash sgp that's aceperhead.com slash sgp and finally let me give a shout out here to cushy dreams cbd Cushy Dreams is a new company with a full lineup of premium smokable CBD. They specialize in extraordinary CBD-rich hemp flower and pre-rolled CBD joints. They now ship legally to all 50 states. And you can join the group of adults who are sick of vapes and gummies and want to smoke their CBD. You can get 15% off by using our regular promo code. As always, it's SGP, and that's Cushy Dreams, K-U-S-H-Y, dreams.com. And the promo code SGP. 
So let's roll on to that Wednesday game where West Ham are hosting Chelsea. West Ham had a 4-1 underdogs. It's 3-1 on the draw and it's 13-20 on Chelsea. I don't want to get in the way of Chelsea. For me, they are the team that are going to end up finishing in third place. They've been very, very good coming out of the lockdown period. Started slow against Aston Villa, but since then, they have a 100% record, including a win over Man City and getting through to an FA Cup semi-final. I'm not going to stand in the way of this team when you're looking at West Ham as the opponents. They've been poor since the lockdown period resumed. They need to get some wins if they're going to survive. I don't think it starts here against Chelsea. This isn't the type of game you're looking at where you think that you essentially need to pick anything up in order to survive. It's going to be the matches with teams around them and the winnable games for West Ham come after this. So there may be some value in backing them to stay up because I do think they'll stay up, but I don't think they'll get anything here against Chelsea. Chelsea definitely win this and there's actually value at 13 to 20. And this will be Chelsea's sixth win in a row if they do manage to get it. They're fourth in a row since the season resumed. Moving on to Thursday's games, and that will include the big clash between Man City and Liverpool, even though there's nothing on the line. There isn't too much on the line here between Sheffield United and Tottenham in our first game, unless you think Tottenham can actually make it into the Champions League positions. The way Leicester are playing, they could get into the conversation at least. Um, Sheffield United are the 3-1 to one underdogs here. It's 23-10 to 10 to draw, and it's even money on Spurs. I like Tottenham here. Um, they got that 2-0 win against West Ham. They seem to have sorted themselves out. A draw and a win so far. Seem to be getting some good rest. Sheffield United played in the Cup against Arsenal. Had to play all the players there. So rest will be essential in what is, in some ways, the start of a new season. So you do have those pre-season fitness issues. And the rest for Tottenham, I think, will be key. Also, they've got their key players back with uh, Harry Kane scoring that goal against West Ham, which will do him a world of good. Another week of training will do him a world of good as well. And I think this is just a bad situation for Sheffield United. They were having a really, really good season and it was stopped by COVID-19. We've come back. There's no crowds there. This is a team that heavily dependent on their home supporters, urging them through. I don't know why it makes such a big difference, but it does. And um, here, I think when you're looking at the home ground being neutralised with no supporters, Tottenham are certainly a better team than Sheffield United. Tottenham are a better team than Arsenal. And Arsenal just beat Sheffield United. I have no reason to believe that Tottenham won't get the win here at even money. Moving on to our final game, and it is Manchester City versus Liverpool, where Man City are installed as the even money favourites, 11 to 10 in some places. It's 14 to 5 on the draw. I actually already wrote about this game for the sportsgamblingpodcast.com website. And um, I tipped City here to win this game 2-1 because I just feel like they have more of the incentive. But I also spoke about how there isn't really too much on the line, despite the fact that City may want to lay down some kind of marker. Their focus now for the rest of the season is going to be winning the FA Cup. They've just been drawn against Arsenal in the semi-finals, so they should be able to win that game. Plus the Champions League in August. So as much as... They may want to lay a marker down for pride's sake. It's not going to really mean too much when next season starts if Man City won this game against Liverpool. Unless, of course, Liverpool were undefeated and uh, Man City took their invincible season away from them. But that's already been done by Watford. So not too much on the line here. I was strongly leaning towards Man City. I'm not so much anymore. When I see that draw price at 14 to 5, I actually end up seeing some value. Plus, there's some very inflated lines here for the over-unders. 
The over is available at one to two. The under 2.5 is at six to four. And then it switches the under 3.5 goals is available at four to six. And the over is available at 11 to 10. I think that this one goes under 3.5. I know it's some juice there if you've got to lay at minus 150, but I, I just don't feel there's too much on the line here. I think they even maybe, maybe value on this one going in at halftime, nil nil, or at least only having one goal in the first half because people are expecting a shootout here between these two teams especially with nothing on the line, whereas they can just come out and, and play their free-flowing attack and football. And there have been teams that have come out of the lockdown period and scored a lot of goals. But Liverpool were trying to secure their title and Manchester City are just Manchester City. If teams are inferior to them, especially at home, they can just blitz past them. But when teams are not playing that style, because Chelsea were very, very well organised for once against Manchester City last week, and Newcastle played to stop Manchester City playing, then Manchester City struggle against it. So I don't know what tactics Liverpool will be implementing here. I know they certainly won't want to be crowned champions and lose immediately. So it wouldn't shock me to see this peter out into some kind of score draw, possibly 1-1. So I'm feeling a little bit differently now than I did when I wrote my sportsgamblingpodcast.com article um, where I picked Manchester City to win. I think now when I see that massive price for the draw at 14 to 5, I can certainly see that one being the case. So I'm going to take a stab here and, and take that take that draw at 14 to 5 in this one. And this probably won't be as high scoring as many people are expecting. Let's see what happens with those numbers near the time. Um, I'll keep an eye on it for my clients and see if we want to make a play here on any of the uh, unders because I know people are going to be pounding the overs and that may put things in our favour and we can come in late and take a, uh, a take a play on the under in this one because I don't know if it's going to be that bing bang bong goal after goal festival of football football match at um, at Manchester City on Thursday especially with no fans in attendance as well a lot of the lockdown games have been pretty low key pretty low scoring so we'll, we'll see what happens may have a small play on the draw and a, a small play on one of the unders here in this one but essentially it's a shame nothing on the line such a big game even if um, Manchester City had beaten Chelsea and they came into this with a chance to stop Liverpool from winning the title on their own patch because that would have been something that Man City didn't forget in terms of Liverpool taking the title away from him whereas the situation is now completely reversed where there's nothing on the line and Man City are giving Liverpool players a guard of honour at the start of the game I hate to see that I really think that that's a very 2020 nandy pandy social justice warrior type of thing to do it's all very pc i just hate to see it i'm not in favor of the guard of honor there's sportsmanship and then there's bullshit like that and i don't think that that should exist in such a competitive sport as football we're already doing all of the black lives matter stuff which is fine we're doing the minute silence for COVID-19. We've done Guard of Honours previously, but these two teams are engrossed in a rivalry. And sometimes it does feel like football is just becoming a big PC spectacle, like a big charity. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's just not my cup of tea. Just my opinion. You might not agree with me. You may think that this is a perfectly nice thing to do, but 
this wouldn't be happening back in the days when Arsenal and, and Manchester United were battling for, for for titles. I just look at the the rivalry of those two teams. I look at the rivalry between Keane, Roy Keane and Patrick Vieira in midfield. They wouldn't be fucking handing guard of honours to each other. So not in favour of this at all. And I'm not liking the fact that the gloss has been completely taken away from this particular game, which should have been a massive game between two massive teams here on Thursday. Closing out with the lock dog parlay on this show. Going to give you a couple of locks. I'm going to give you a futures lock and I'm going to give you a lock for this week's games. The futures lock, I've mentioned it already, Chelsea to finish third in the table. Now, depending on your bookie, you can bet that in numerous ways. I've got Chelsea just to finish third here, and you can get that at 10 to 11. You can get the Premier League top three in any order, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Man City. You can get that at even money, so you can win slightly more there. If you bet it that way, you can actually get the top four in exact order here as a market at Skybet with Liverpool first. Manchester City second, Chelsea third, and Manchester United fourth at five to one here. I think there's crazy value on that. But for the lock, I'm going to take that Chelsea to finish third. So as I said, you can get out 10 to 11, or you can bet on the top three in any order, which is Liverpool, Man City, and Chelsea, and get it at evens. But either way you can find it, either way you can bet it, those 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 guys are going to be the top three. And I think Man United are going to steal in to fourth place. And there's big value on that bet of five to one. But I'm not putting that out as a lock. The only actual lock here that I'm going with for these futures plays is Chelsea to finish in at the top three above Leicester City based on that horrendous strength of schedule and Leicester City's horrendous form. The regular lock for this particular game week is going to be that under on Monday, so you can have an interest in Crystal Palace and Burnley, which is available at three to five. For the parlay, let's do a couple of things here. Let's do a regular money line parlay, which is going to be on Wednesday, Arsenal and Chelsea. That pays out at 6-4, to four, plus 150, taking those two teams. And I'm going to do a pick-pick parlay here. So draw no bet, Bournemouth over Newcastle, which you can get at 4-6. to six. And um, even money here on Everton, over Leicester. We've been talking loads on this show about fading Leicester. And uh, on top of the Chelsea play I just spoke about, this is another play that also does that because I do feel that Everton have a great chance of beating them here. And they're great value at even money just on the draw no bet market. But this parlay ends up paying out £334 for a £100 stake. And uh, it's a must, must win game here for Bournemouth against Newcastle because this is one of the few games on their schedule that I think they have a chance of winning. As for the dog on this show, I am going to go for the draw in the Manchester City and Liverpool game, the game of the week on Thursday. I think those two teams may play out a draw in that one. And for a more conservative play in that one, I do like the under 3.5 goals there at four to six. That concludes this edition of the EPL show. We'll be back 
just before the weekend with those weekend games as the EPL continues to cut this hectic schedule as we get towards the end of the season. If you want more European picks from me, then you're going to have to head over to lockbetting.com. The European show comes out every weekend. It only works out to $2.50 per show. Just sign up to the $10 package at lockbetting.com to get yourself the European show. The Bundesliga show is, of course, finished. No more Bundesliga here on the SGP. It may or may not come back next season. I'm not too sure. If you're interested in hearing the Bundesliga show again next season, then hit up Ryan and Sean. You can get them on Twitter at the SGP Network or at Gambling Podcast. Let them know your views. Or if you're interested in a different league, be it the Bundesliga, be it La Liga, Serie A, MLS, just let them know and we'll talk about it and see what we can do. But obviously, if you don't interact with us, then we can't do anything about it. Also, keep interacting with me at SGP EPL, my new Twitter account, if you want to keep getting those free plays. I need likes, I need retweets, and I need to see your iTunes reviews, and I'll keep the free plays coming. That's it from me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, and thanks for listening. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier has arrived on Disney+. Plus. The world is upside down. We can't lose this fight, Bucky. If we do this, we're going to do it our own way. Experience the six-episode event. We're partners, co-workers. Not necessarily the team. No. We look damn good. Marvel Studios' The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, now streaming only on Disney+. Plus.